Do you ever feel embarrassed when someone is telling a story that you were in, but they don't recall you being in the story? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Do I ever feel embarrassed? Or is when this somebody awkward? T- when you might not have it. And I, you like, oh, I was there? Yeah, like I was I was there. Like And they tell you the story. They're telling me the story. Like, like you weren't there? Yeah. <laughs> oh bro, that is like my um that is like my pet peeve. Do you tell them? <laughs> That you were there, or do you just let them think? That I you just were there? I don't I don't trip. So I'm gonna be honest. This girl, like this girl, this past week at work, this girl was telling me a story that she had had told me earlier in the week, and I just let her retell it and just continued to laugh because I didn't want to be like, oh, we talked about this already. Oh yeah, <laughs> or like I was there. I've been in this situation a lot. Yeah, I feel like you're rude if you be like, oh, we already talked about this. I, I think it attributes to people's character, and like some people are just storytellers. Like that's right. what it is. I've listened to people tell the story multiple times, different ways. But like, don't no, get more <laughs> stories. <laughs> don't tell me I was there. <laughs> don't tell me get the sense of, or or like when somebody tell you a story, you're like, it definitely did not happen like yeah. that. Mm. Like you're embellishing this story a little bit. I feel like I'm the storyteller with Key. She's like, I've always heard this story. Or like or like the other end when the person just like finishes the story for you because they're trying to secretly let you know that you already told the story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because yeah, because then y'all end up getting arrested, right? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay, you weren't gonna let me finish the story. I don't know. I just think that's kind of rude. Like, I think it's rude. I think it's rude to t- stop somebody and be like, I already heard this story, or like I was there. And I also think it's rude. To finish the story for them, let right. them retell that story. Right. I would know, bro. I would be like, "That's crazy." I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to let them know. I was why? There. Why does it make? Why? Because you just want to let them know. I don't want to have to hear this story again. If they're telling the story that I was in, it's wild to me that they don't remember that I was there. And they're excited about it. Yeah. Like they're telling like, me the boy. story about me. Mm. Yeah, bro. So you know, what I said, so we out there, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whoop de whoop de whoop. <laughs> It did not happen. Do y'all feel like y'all have to be a main character? No. In the story? Mm. So you, if you're not a main character, then you were just there. Damn. I don't trip over that. You don't trip about people not remembering you being there? Nah. I don't think that's ever happened. I'm the main character in all of my stories. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, apparently y'all are all main characters. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'm always the main character. Nobody has ever forgotten I was there. Let's I'm start just, the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with it? Welcome back to another episode of the Soundboard Podcast. This is episode 59. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's your boy, JJ, and I'm here with my, my fellas. To my right, I got... It's your boy, Dante. This is Coop. And... <laughs> Big KJB. Yes, sir. <laughs> Coop deny it the lie. You gonna say produce mine? Oh, that's your not head's not in the game. Let me get right. Let me get right. Your head's your head's not in the game. Do you kick him off the court? Because his head's not in the game. You gotta let me play right. through it. <laughs> but you bring you bringing the team down. No, no, no. You gotta let me play through it, man. You know what I mean? That's how champions are. That's built. like Westbrook. He they, he had what, what he go for like over for eleven. Over eleven. They yeah. asked him how his game was. Solid. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> solid. I mean, I played hard. Solid, solid, solid. <laughs> yeah, but this is the Soundboard Podcast yes, where sir. we come together and just kind of share our stories and tell y'all a little bit about what's going on with us. Also ask the question, are we tripping? We are each other's soundboard and you as listeners are our soundboard as well. 
So, fellas, you know how we start with a little update. Cool. What's been up with you, my brother? So, your boy's been uh, trying to go over stage fright. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you had that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like public speaking. <laughs> so cool. That's what you say, but but... It's not giving that. You've never seen me speak publicly. Yeah, but you're always you're always like the main character in a room. In a room, but if I'm on a stage, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Is it the steps? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. So you bro. get over your stage for how you doing it? Through karaoke. The power, <laughs> power of karaoke. Y'all went yeah. back again to do karaoke? Yes, bro. Y'all yeah. are becoming like karaoke heads. We're working on a new song. Um, working on Grease. <laughs> Do y'all practice at I home? Got chills, they're multiplying. <laughs> I've never I've seen never that movie. Karaoke, so, yeah, I don't know karaoke as a sport. Like, bruh, it's you gotta work. You gotta work. You gotta put the work in, bro. Eventually, <laughs> I would like to have a karaoke Halloween party. Mm, oh, that'd be fun. So you dress up like whoever and then you catalog gotta you're doing. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know what I'm saying? Like if I do Elvis and Grease, I could be like pretty much the same person. It's like working in. Elvis together. was in Greece. No, I'm saying like this is good look. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's all. I, I don't. Do. I don't really know that. Cool, cool got strategies already. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> ahead of the I'm gonna just have to show up at somebody. Do y'all ball, have a, do y'all have a song that y'all think y'all could do a karaoke? I feel like I always Bro. do rap songs. I don't. Yeah, really I don't really sing. have a voice for karaoke. You just have to know your range. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does does Can tone you? matter in karaoke? Because the problem is when you're listening, like. This is the problem. This is the problem. This is the karaoke pod now. The, <laughs> the problem is when you're listening to a song, you try to sing it like the singer. Right. Yeah. You gotta but sing you, it in your range. But you don't have the range of a singer. So right. you gotta find your own range and stay within it. So like if the song goes high, you need to know where your high is at so you're lower than your high. Nah, bro, you gotta hit him with the falsetto. <laughs> Not gonna happen. So you know what kills me about karaoke, and maybe this is just the karaoke spots that I've been to. They never have enough black songs. It's always like rock and roll. Like rock the black and people roll. that are singing it? Yeah, like black artists. Like they never have a lot of black artists. Like their catalog always has like they'll have like the commercial black songs, but they don't be having like, like give me an example. Um I seen a white guy sing Barry White the other night. See, Killed but it. I want, but I want, I want like y'all ain't got no. Uh, you want trap karaoke? Y'all ain't got no. Yeah, you want trap karaoke? Yeah, you most know karaoke spots I feel like don't have to keep up with the times. It's like I can stick to. Classic. These are hit mm-hmm. classic hits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but I want to sing like some division. <laughs> some Migos. <laughs> <laughs> they never have Migos y'all, in the catalog. Y'all have, to, y'all have to go one day. Y'all go. What day y'all be going on? Thursday. But I can, I mean, you can find somewhere else that's on the weekend. I know y'all not like weekday <laughs> adventures. Yeah, you know I'm not. Into the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what is Key's favorite song to sing? Because y'all be going, y'all be coupled up. Bruh, she sang something. I was so shocked. I didn't even know who she was. It was like System of the Down or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She word transformed. for word. Didn't even need the screen. And the guy was like, I thought I was going to hate it, but I loved it. <laughs> Does karaoke bring out? I think karaoke just lets you know, bro. I was singing the um, the other day. I was singing a song that was like, it was like a commercial white song, um, probably from like 2008. And people was looking at me like they did not know the song. Oh yeah, yeah. that was mm. that was a weird moment. And I was like, bro, y'all didn't go through a phase where y'all listened to like white music, white music. <laughs> like y'all didn't go through a white music phase. Even Lil Wayne was a rock star for a little bit. Mm. I didn't like that song. 
What's yeah. the what's the what's the song? I, I be listening to by uh, a white artist that you know. I don't. I mean, I think even like Justin with Timberlake. System of a Down, like that little emo error. Everybody had thing, an emo error. That was fine, but outside that, that's why I lost. Yeah, it. bro, where you were Vans. I'm an Elvis guy. I already talked about that. I know all. I don't Elvis really know Elvis like that. I be listening to like Coldplay, The Fray. Yeah, Green Day. Yeah, Nickelback. You look like a Nickelback. <laughs> Y'all gotta diversify y'all music. <laughs> That's the problem. Was, yeah, I'm like saying back of a genre. nickel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta appreciate. I would not. I would not. Appreciate the different like the different genres of music. No, you're right. They have different sounds. Yeah, we're the weird ones. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But what's up with y'all, man? <sighs> Justin, oh, gosh. <laughs> this laughing is actually uh. Laughing, laughing through my pain. <laughs> Justin, what's Kevin going Hart. on? <laughs> um, so I guess my body has come to a coming of age moment. Mm. Uh, I currently have a back brace on. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> no, Justin. What? Well, there's a lot of. It could be. Thank oh. you. It could be a celebration. <laughs> I told hey. you about going off the top rope, my boy. Hey, that boy said, I'm going to jump off the top. He thought it was a Hardy bro. <laughs> hardy boys? You don't know about the Hardy you know, boys. You don't know about that, bro. Uh, so, so, Justin, you have on a back brace. Why do you have on a back brace? Uh, so, earlier this week. Um, Be honest. <laughs> I'm going to tell the, truth, the whole truth. We're family. <laughs> no, so, I mean, really, earlier this week, like, kind of out of the blue, um, I was putting together some furniture. Mm-hmm. And of course, so in hindsight, I think this is such a weird thing about the body. Like when your body is at a hundred percent, you can do no wrong. Right. You're perfectly fine. That's I'm true. doing my regular activities. I'm putting together some furniture type thing. It's all cool. I go to lift up the furniture. Was it heavy? Is no. it heavy furniture? No. What, what furniture is right. this? What type of furniture? It was a patio front furniture. Hmm. So oh, what were you nothing- thinking? I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> I thought you had some insight. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought like a know. baby crib or something. <laughs> oh. That's life going heavy, heavy on your back. That's that life weighing you down. And I just, I was putting it together. I lifted it up. And it's one of the things like, all right, we don't always lift with our legs. Right. Sometimes you lift with your back. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you win some, you lose some. I lost. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> so Justin, you're mm-hmm. on the patio, right? I'm Actually, I was doing it on the couch. You're so on the couch. Even that level of laxadaisical, um, like, I'm comfortable. Bad posture. Yeah, bad posture. I'm comfortable. Just so, pick it up. Do you, do you let out a noise? No, no, no. You nah, just, you did. Nah. Ugh. And so it wasn't, it was one of those things like, all right, you do. It's like, all right, that didn't feel good. But all right, like, I'm, I'm fine. But what happened was later that night, it's like, oh, no, this is still hurting. Like, right. It didn't go away. And then I woke up the next morning like, no, like, this is I can't believe Yeah. Yes. So I ended up uh, going to the chiropractor. Uh, I went to, to the joint, just a little quick adjustment type thing. Uh, it's not my first time going. Like, hey, you know. Check out your hips. Like, you need to work on your hips more. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll work on my hips. Um, you start dancing. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> but the next day, I was at work, chilling type thing. I sneezed. Oh, God. <laughs> Not yes. you sneezed through your back, <laughs> Yes. Life come at Not you just all sneezed kind of through your back, out. I sneezed and my back popped. Oh, my gosh, bro. Yes. And I could not move. Really? I was stuck. Oh. Did you go to a doctor yet? 
Oh, he went to the chiropractor. I went to the chiropractor. He gave me adjustment the first time, and I was cool. I was like, I'm walking type thing. Is the chiropractor a doctor? They're yeah. they're they a doctor. It's like medical. The they're yeah. a doctor of chiropractic. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, different structures, different folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your degrees how you get your right. degrees. <laughs> but yeah, when I seen, I could not walk. I literally was like, I like can't. Your body move. was stuck. Yeah. Oh. Like shock. Like I could not. Bro, move that's kind of scary. It was. For a little bit, and I was like, "All did right." Did you cry? I did not cry. I thought he's gonna turn into oh. Professor X. <laughs> <laughs> not in a wheelchair. So, what is Kim thinking all this time? That all this is happening. Is so, she home? No, I'm, I was home alone. So I end up calling Kim. <laughs> we got to get this man life alive. <laughs> help! Help! Yeah, I really I'm falling like get up. <laughs> yeah, I called Kim. She gets into a panic because she's like. I've never seen you in like this type of pain before. What do you say, Justin? So I'm chilling. Like I, I end up making it from from my desk to like to the bed type thing. I was like, all right, I found a position. When it comes down to this, like <laughs> right, yeah, you yeah. find a position, and he's like, I'm not yeah. moving. So yeah, you're back on that, bro. That's yeah. serious. Yeah. I got my say, phone. What you say to kill? I was like, hey, I can't move. <laughs> <laughs> I show her the room. Like, hey, this is the position. You I cannot move from here. <laughs> Does she rush home? Yeah. So she like she stops what she's doing. She's like, all right, like I'm I'm gonna come and like no. I was like, uh, I need to no set up appointment type thing. But my wallet. Is in another room. <laughs> oh, you could <laughs> move, boy. So she's like, just so stay still. Like I will come home and like get the wallet and make the calls and everything. Damn. Cause like, yeah, I was I was stuck. That's the only scary. alternative was to crawl. Damn. So what did they say? Did they say why? So I, I had a, a previous accident when I was nineteen. Mm. And I slightly uh, herniated one of my discs. Oh, okay. And but still, like that's over ten years. Yeah, ago. bro, it's thirty-two. Been, we alphas, we hop a lot. Yeah, listen, I've been. You would think that would have popped a long time ago. But uh, I ended up going to another chiropractor, and he was like, "Yeah, like when you, there's <laughs> gonna come a point in time where if you move the wrong way, or you adjust your hips the wrong way, you can pull. You need pull to it stretch out. more. I, and that's the thing. So I've been stretching everything, but it's like, hey. Your you been disc, stretching and that still happened? Yeah, your discs are still misaligned. Oh. So you can stretch. What happened to me was with the sneeze, you know, it's an involuntary action type of thing. Mm. So my body is already tense. Right. So my body jerked. And that it's boy's like, soul hey. left his body. You know, when, they, <laughs> when you sneeze, they say your soul in your hey, body. Sneezing is one of the most dangerous things. Uh, hey. Did you yeah. know you can't sneeze with your eyes open? I don't know why. They I say it would be too much pressure. <laughs> I've heard I that. bet I can do it. Okay, please don't be. Please don't go blind trying Next to prove a point. <laughs> so I lost my eyes. Yeah, I lost <laughs> Just I, like, I heard, I heard um, of somebody who sneezed. I think this is pretty recently. Somebody who sneezed and lost part of their hearing mm-hmm. from sneezing. That's it's scary. A, it's a to like, super amount of pressure. I think it's from trying to hold it in. And I'll let lost, it out. Lost nah, I'll let it out. Yeah, Just like a out. fart. I, <laughs> better out than in. More space out here than in me. <laughs> Just are you gonna need surgery or anything? No, no. Okay. So I, I went to the my second chiropractor. We we had like a two hour session type thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got so, a second opinion? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the first one was just an adjustment. The second one, like this one, had me upside down. I had to do the like put you in position. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do electrolysis on my back because my back was in. Uh, I was having back spasms. Right. So literally, like, all right, like your body's trying to calm down, but like your back's you have a back spasm and it's right back to square one. Yeah. So I would try to walk. And they'd be like, nope, I'm falling yeah. right back down. Bro, we're not young anymore, bro. And that's the weird thing about like getting older. Cause in your mind, you're like, 30, 32 isn't old. No. No. 
Um, but it is. It's like, not it, young. It's not young, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I it's saw your this body response differently. It, right. Your body response differently. And it's also the, the totality of your life. Like mm-hmm. I said, this happened over ten years ago, but it, it still happened. It's like right. not like I can erase it. Like it's gonna catch. You know up. what it is? Cause you sitting down all day. No, I have a standing desk. Mm, never mind. That's my theory. <laughs> you don't have the answer. That's, 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 that's my theory. You don't have the that's answer. That's my theory. <laughs> my theory was his age. My theory was that when you slow down, because I saw this video of this seventy-two-year-old uh, woman running up a mountain. She like super fit, and they asked her like, "What is your key to like staying young?" And she said. I don't stop moving. She's like, my key to being young is I don't stop moving. She was like, I spend majority of my time moving around on my feet and not like sitting at a desk, bro. That's them desk killing us off. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I consider myself a fairly active person. I realize though, like, some things are you can be touched upon, like PT, like like lifelong PT, right. like truly training up all parts of your body, all mm. the muscles you don't think about. Right, that'll really help out. But no, life will catch up with you. Can I see your back brace? No, <laughs> freak. <Weird. laughs> I just want to see what it look like. Freak, yeah, boy. I want to see what it look like, bro. There's a brace that go around his back. <laughs> That's a waist trainer. Someone's trying to cover it up. You're trying to disguise it. Not you trying to. this reminds me. Not you trying to get snacks. This reminds me of some of the listeners asked for show recommendations. No, Justin, put it back on. You nah, I'm loose now. No, nah, I don't want you. Please. I don't want you. Don't sneeze. Yes, please, Justin, Justin for real. Nobody grinding any pepper around this man. <laughs> No, some of the listeners that asked for show recommendations, and this reminded me of a show I just finished watching called Doctor Death. Oh, whoa, whoa. okay. Can we now bring it's up based death? in Dallas? That's why I asked if you need surgery because I wasn't gonna bring it up if you did. <laughs> it was a do- doctor in Dallas that was doing back surgeries, mm-hmm. but he killed like five people. Are you serious? He paralyzed, not only paralyzed, he paralyzed his best friend, tried to fix it, and then he he paralyzed him from like the shoulders down, and then he. Went back, tried to fix it, and then he made him so he like couldn't move at all. Oh, but he he killed like five people. He paralyzed like or messed up like thirty something people before he got stopped. And eventually, what happened to him happened to him. I don't want to ruin the show, <laughs> but it's a true story. It happened in Plano. Dang. See stuff like that makes you not even want to go to the doctor. <laughs> make you not even want to yeah. go. Wow. It's on Peacock. Check it out, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, uh, bro, life has been life has been good, bro. It's been lifing, but mm. it's been good lifing. Uh, so I got a, a, a speaking little speaking engagement coming What's up. up? I'm finna be a little. Yeah, yeah. don't undersell it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not underselling it, but I I do have a personal flyer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we have this thing called uh, candid conversations, and uh, my speaker coach reached out to me. And asked that I want to be a facilitator. And so the whole idea is creating a space where men can go and have the conversations that we typically do not have. Because, bro, I'm every day. I'm thankful for y'all because y'all make me realize that there are men who really do not have this type of community. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we were um, this week, we did lives. And so we did a live on Facebook, but we also did a live on Instagram. Yeah. And this guy showed up in the live and he was just asking, like, how do you uh one of his questions was how do you develop 
strong relationships with other men mm, like as friends and i it, it was crazy to me because i never feel like i've had to think about that mm. but there are people who really are out here having surface level relationships yeah. and so um i'm excited bro i'm excited for that is going on in dallas um october 29th so if you listen to this and you want to come be a part of it, it's amazing but one of the things i'm most excited about is getting men in a room who don't have what we have so mm-hmm. when we have when we say we have a soundboard a lot of people don't have that soundboard also it also made me realize bro i'm still in a season of growing and learning about myself mm-hmm. so one of the questions that um uh, uh, Dr. G, shout out to Dr. G, who's throwing the event. She asked, "What do you love about yourself?" Mm-hmm. And it made me realize that you can love something about yourself, and also it could be your downfall. So one of the things that I said I love about myself is I see things through. Mm-hmm. Like I don't stop when something is. Um, You're a completer. Yeah, Finish like I, I don't stop when something is is done. I stop when it's finished. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also realized that that's not always a good thing because sometimes you need to get out. And before it's done. Before it's done. <laughs> and so recently, bro, I, after that live and after they posed that question, it's because there are things that I'm struggling to like get out. And it made me realize that that's a serious downfall for me, that I don't know when it's good that I complete stuff, but it's also bad on the other hand, because I sometimes will stay loyal to something for too long. Right, it's right. like loyal to a fault. Like loyal to a fault. Um, and so that's something that that I, I realized about myself, and I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how do you know when it's time to like quit stuff. That's what's up, bro. So um, are we gonna post the link or what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we? <laughs> I mean, that's cool and all, but like, we'll post the link. Uh, so what I'll do is, uh, man, you can uh, follow me on Instagram, Dante Speaks Life. I'll add the yeah, link. Here speaking for, life uh, now too. More yeah. candid conversation. I'll add it to my my the link in my bio, and y'all can go purchase tickets to that. Yeah, yeah, booking in my bio. Yeah, it ain't free, <laughs> <laughs> so be ready to pay. Mm. Um, but Is it I in promise you, it'll be worth it. Yeah, it's actually in Addison. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in Addison, Texas. Okay. Cool. So if you listen to this, pull up, pull up, pull up. What's up with you, JJ? Man, so this week I um, have been trying to be a little bit more intentional about figuring out um, like a game plan for my finances. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, just wanted to get more knowledge and just really trying to like dive down that lane. Like that's been my focus lately. It's like figuring out, okay, I have a limited knowledge on finances, but like I really want to grow in that lane, figure out this investment to figure out like more of so from like a budget standpoint, just all things finances. So my job uh, coincidentally sent us an email earlier this month and was saying that we're a part of a program called Smart Dollar mm-hmm. at our job, which is a partnership with like Dave Ramsey, right? Oh, dope. <laughs> Dave, Dave oh, Ramsey, and I'm not really a fan of Dave. Really, but I mean, I think his content is really good. Mm-hmm. So they have a partnership with Dave Ramsey where they um, he had a conference in Dallas over the weekend. Okay, and I didn't even know that. It's called the Smart either. Conference. I'm ashamed of myself. Y'all, and y'all, call, y'all call yourselves Dave Ramsey. Followers. Do you have debt? I do. Dave Ramsey, not a fan of you. <laughs> Do you have that? Yeah, he ain't a fan of mine either. <laughs> he ain't a fan of mine either. I am not debt free yet. Uh, side note, did y'all fill out the app? Shout out yep. to Joe B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
yeah. Shout out to Joe B. I heard Filled it out. I heard it's on pause. Five. I already got my name before it paused. I got my app. Y'all on pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't no pause. Me and mine, we good. I didn't realize it was up to twenty thousand dollars. Yes, it's up to twenty. Bro, if you have a certain type of grant, if you have Pell grants, I don't know. You do. You decided. I bet you. I bet you have them. Based off of, I think Pell grants based off of income. Like yeah, Pell grants based off of income. You, if you log into your little thing, I'll show you. You can see it. You got Pell or you got Stafford. Yeah, and the fact that all of y'all filled it out means that everybody in debt. Well, yeah, if we, this goes through, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, I only have about ten left. Oh, that's good, bro. I'll mm-hmm. be down if I get the twenty. I'm, I'm good. Not, <laughs> not your boy. <laughs> well, you mastered it. Yeah, uh, I wonder. Do y'all be thinking about that? Will y'all be posting them? Uh, mastered it. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. Will y'all be posting them captions. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, my my job has a partnership with them. So he had a conference, and they were giving free tickets to the concert. Uh, to concert to the conference. Mm. And so I signed up for two free tickets for me and my wife. We went to the concert. Look at that boy. Smart. Hey man, you know, smart. We, trying to, we trying to, I told you, we trying to be intentional. So we went to the conference over the weekend. Um, was it packed? It was uh, probably like 75% full. What was the demographic? They kept saying it was like 6,000 people. <laughs> that was there. got a lot of questions. Okay. And I looked around. Because I really be want to know. I may not be the best gauge, but I don't know if it was 6,000. Okay. I think that so- was an inflated number. Right, but right. it was a lot of people. There. Was it mixed crowd? It was a mixed crowd. That's what's up. It was a lot See, of today uh, for everybody. <laughs> Unless you were dead. Allegedly, <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of different ethnicities there. But they mm-hmm. so and, and the thing is that they didn't provide an itinerary mm-hmm. beforehand. Like I didn't know what the agenda was. Okay, and I bro, I was spending time trying to search for an agenda because I want to know what I'm walking into. I didn't have an expectation. Yeah, so I was like, anyways, I'm gonna go. And the conference was all day. It was like from eight thirty to six, but I only stayed for like for the first half of it. Basically, they had people come up and, and, and they had just different speakers that are part of the Dave Ramsey uh, mm-hmm. group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had a lineup of speakers um, all all week or all, all day. Mm-hmm. And um, I listened to about three or four speakers and they were all really good. Like they shared really powerful stories. Um, I thought it was it was some value that was added to um, to just to our financial journey, but just in, in, in life in general. So they spoke they spoke a lot about finances and trying to have in a game plan on how to spend money so uh-huh. that was a pretty cool acronym there but there was somebody also dante that spoke to um because you said that the dude on y'all's live was asking about like how to how to build up friendships and yeah things like that one of the guys um was speaking about like how do you make adult friends right like they mm-hmm. they were trying to provide tips for finances but they also were providing tips for um for relationships and uh, i just want to share this because they was like how do you make friends as an adult and he gave five tips Please, because I always, I was literally having a conversation about somebody making adult friends the other He said week. the biggest emphasis is just to show up. Okay. He said mm-hmm. right now, in 2022, we're a generation of people who do not show up. Right. Mm-hmm. You can have DoorDash delivered. You can have all this stuff. You can, you, you're not connecting with people. Get out the house. To show up. But number one was take inventory. So like take inventory of your relationships. Okay. Just like you would do a budget. Take inventory. Number two is decide to choose risk. People don't want to build relationships because they don't want to take the risk. They don't want to be hurt. But part of developing friendships is having to take a risk. So right. you have to decide to choose risk. Yeah, put yourself number, out there. <laughs> number three was go first and extend hospitality. Mm-mm. <laughs> speaking to people first. Mm-mm. <laughs> and, and, not even, and not even necessarily speaking to people, but like, but just saying, like, first. But just saying mm-hmm. like, hey, Come to the crib. Yeah. Being hospitable. Like, yeah, just yeah, be yeah. a hospitable oh, person. Okay. All new level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just being a hospitable person. You reaching out. Person. Mm. <laughs> Number four was say yes to invitations and adventures. Yes. <laughs> you, that you, means don't RSVP on your way there. 
<laughs> I mean, you're still going. Okay. That's part of just showing up. And then number five, five was go find people to serve. So typically when you're serving people, you develop and cultivate relationships. So that's, that's just, good, bro. It was five simple tips, five simple tips, but there's something that could uh, help out. No, nah, bro. I think that's good because I was literally having this conversation about making friends with somebody last week because they were saying that their friend circle is changing. Everybody's either married or in relationships mm-hmm. and they're in a season of singleness. And so they were talking about how like, Dang, all my friends are either married with kids or like dating and I'm single. I need more friends Mm -hmm. because now I'm not going out as much. I'm not doing as much because these people are occupied. And I honestly was like, I don't really know what to to tell you. Mm -hmm. Like making friendships, uh, making friends as an adult is difficult. But it made me realize that there are other people who are also struggling to legit make friends. You got to put yourself out there. And extend the invitation first. I got friends. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of good over here. My circle kind of good. Some people don't, though. Yeah, some people don't. And and sometimes friends are for seasons. Mm. So those are just tips. If if you're looking to make friends, that's just something you do. If you good, you good. But if you're looking to make friends, that's some tips. That boy said something for a season. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, um, so I don't know if y'all remember, but a few, actually quite a few episodes ago, Coop had brought up uh, a book that he was reading, which was called, uh, it was by Tony Robbins called uh, Money Masters the Game. Hold on. Did you finish it? No. I paused it. I talked about this. Boy said, challenge me again. <laughs> that boy looked at me like he's about to slap me. I'm sorry. So I, uh, I started reading that book. I'm trying to double down. I'm on this finance tip. <laughs> of course, JJ will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he probably the one that stole your book. I, I no, gave, him the gave book. me the book. Oh. I bought him one. My brother he won. He gifted me the book. And somebody else won. You didn't give me and, me and KJB no book? <laughs> Y'all are interested in the. Uh, yeah. You don't know what we interested in. <laughs> Have you finished the book you started? Have you finished a book? Oh, uh-huh. you started. <laughs> no, you're supposed to read two books a month. No, I never said I could read no two books a month. <laughs> what season is this friendship on? This the one that's going. This season is on its way out. I seen the post the other day. I, I seen the post the other day. It was like, sis, don't buy another book until you finish that book. Never mind. I'm glad you buy me one. <laughs> But um, so uh, one of the chapters that I'm reading, it was talking about um, how it was just really breaking down the concept of money and then how people typically approach money. Mm-hmm. And they in and, and, uh, Tony Robbins was talking about how money is simply a vehicle for trying to meet our needs. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then most times people are after money, but it's really something else that they're after that they're looking to um, substantiate. But money is like filling in that void. Mm-hmm. Money is just a construct. It's a construct. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. It's ethereal. <laughs> Um, but he did say that um, there, every human has six basic human needs. Okay. So I, I'm going to just kind of share with y'all what those six basic human needs are. And I would love to get y'all's uh, insight on what y'all feel like y'all's top needs are and how okay. this holds up for y'all. Because he said that everybody has different needs. And I think that that's a, a very interesting dynamic in how we approach money, but also how we approach life. Okay. So number one is certainty or comfort, right? Those are the kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's basically our need to feel in control and know what's coming next so we can feel secure. Okay. The second one is uncertainty or variety, which means that we have a need for variety. We need surprise. The third one is significance. 
need to feel important, special, unique, or needed. The fourth one is love and connection. Basically, everybody wants to be loved and that people desire connection with others. The fifth one is growth, and it's the need to feel like you're always growing. And then the last one, the sixth one is contribution. The secret to living is giving, feeling mm. like you have to contribute. Okay. So like thinking about those six, I'm curious from y'all uh, to know like what's your top, if you have two, top two. Top you only two. got one, you got one. But if you got two, what are those like top two? What are your top two basic needs? And like, how does that basically, how does that show up for you? <sighs> so I can tell y'all this and I, I think we all can agree because y'all know me. One of them is growth. Okay. The need to always feel like I'm growing. Mm-hmm. I ain't said nobody nine hard enough. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's you. That, that's you. That, that's, okay. just, that's just not related to books. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what are your human needs? Go- Never mind. <laughs> uh, and my second one, I also feel like people are gonna be like, "This is also not you." Is uncertainty variety. So I no, actually, that one's a surprise. That's a so, curveball. and here's why. Here's why. Oh, I see what you did. Here's here's why. <laughs> I actually do not enjoy doing the same thing every day. And that sounds weird, really? but I don't like from a work perspective. Um, I don't enjoy doing the same thing every day. I want variety. In fact, if I'm doing the same thing from a task perspective, I get bored mm-hmm. really easily. Mm-hmm. And I start to feel like I'm not being challenged. Mm. Now, on a personal level, I can see why y'all would be surprised because I genuinely like to... Yeah, I was thinking... Like I, I genuinely like... I, like I, I kind of am a creature of habit. And most of the time, I want to be left alone. <laughs> but from a work perspective, I, I enjoy uncertainty. Like, I, I don't want to do the same thing every day. I will get bored. So I have a follow-up for you, because mm-hmm. you say growth and, um, like, variety. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for you? How do you, how do you, how do you grow, and how do you provide, how do you incorporate variety into your day? So I think for, from a growth perspective, uh, I always try to make sure, like, I'm, I'm listening, so I know we joke. I might not finish no book. But one of the things that I do, I spend a lot of time listening to things. So, like, I spend majority of my day listening to podcasts, Mm -hmm. like listening to interviews. So I listen to a lot of random interviews on all all kind of topics. Right. So it could be like health. It could be money. It could be like entrepreneurship. I basically just have a lot of podcasts that I, that I listen to from a, um, for, for growth perspective. Mm. And in terms of variety, uh, right now I'm not necessarily doing it. Mm. I love it, but I'm not necessarily doing it. Mm. My role right now is, um, it kind of just seems like the same thing every day. Hmm. Okay. 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 That's it. That's real. So, um, but I would like it to be more variety for sure. For sure. Okay. Cool. This is tough to put too because I feel like a lot of them are connected together. I feel like most of them are. You're probably all six of them to a certain degree. So, so, yeah. Speak your truth. Okay. Right. So I would also say growth, and I think that um, as it relates to money is why um, I think a lot of people, including myself. Um, it's hard to just chill because you're constantly trying to get more, to get more, get more, mm-hmm. get more. We talked yeah. about grind culture before. Um, so definitely growth. It's almost like um, <laughs> it's like uh, 
that's that's our measuring stick for success right mm-hmm. like how much you make or you know what you can get out of life basically kind of like mario or something like you chasing the coin always <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'll say the second one's probably i have three bro i can't i can't do two <laughs> Uh, contribution the secrets life is giving i think that i always want to uh be able to help whoever is close to me if they're in need or something so i can agree with that so that's the that's the like i said i feel like i've said that before it's like that's my one of my main things like i don't want uh people in my vicinity what (laughs) you want to help your parents I know that's what people was gonna say. I feel like people did not hear me on that. I'm saying if I'm not good, we know we know. I'm just telling you when you said that, somebody said I took a hit, to but my... he didn't want to help his parents. I took a hit to my legacy. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I want to be in a position where I'm able to help whoever needs help if they're in my that. circle. Type I can thing. see that. And the last thing I would say is comfort and certainty. So it's like, it's kind of the same with contribution. Like I always talk about like with my, with uh, Casey, it's like, I don't want her to feel uncomfortable making any decision. I don't want her to make any decision based off of money. Okay. So like, if I, I feel like, like if we have enough money and, um, you know, obviously support and stuff to where she's making decisions based off what she really wants to do, like regardless of the money, like. Like even how like we were talking to Miriam, it's like some people like teaching, but the money's not there. Right, you know right, what I'm right. So now you're making a decision based off, you know, I need a I have a lifestyle I want to live. Right. And I can't do it doing this. Yeah. I would love for, you know, if Casey wants to be a teacher or whatever, it's like the money is not gonna be an issue. Right. You know what I mean? That's, that's good. That's my thing. KJB. I'm yeah, I'm gonna stick to two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like the the certainty and comfort. Uh, our need to feel in control. Um, oh, that's definitely so we can feel secure. Definitely, I, I mean, yeah, I, I follow essentially a mantra like I I work harder to get to what I need type thing. Mm-hmm. So especially when it comes down to like actual work or like money type thing, like I've been at the lowest and I know how to continue to grind to to push myself forward so I can get to that level of comfort. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if I feel uncomfortable, I don't feel like I'm I'm necessarily like enjoying my life. Right. right. Um. And then the second one would probably be love and connection, but it's a little bit different as far as like, especially using money as, as a conduit. Like I, for me, I'm a relational person. So the more money I have, the more I want to have more experiences with people and build mm-hmm. those levels mm-hmm. of relationships. I can see that. And stay, and stay connected. So right. like the friend group that I have, like I want to continue, like as we continue to make more money or have more uh, opportunities like let's spend that together and let's find a way that we can stay connected uh i mean it is love but like no the connection through experiences and mm-hmm. i love that for you i mean as you continue to make money just just <laughs> continue, that for you. continue to find us continue to find us <laughs> the experiences okay right, <laughs> right. um so what's yours jj jj what's i'm over here dying I would you would have been dead <laughs> if i was just <laughs> that cop almost took me out you're good yeah, I'm good. My eyes are a little watering, but I'm good. <laughs> so what are yours? Yeah, I actually think this is interesting because when I first looked at it, there was two that popped out to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, well, there's more that I could. But that's because there's other ones that I want to say that are my top two. But, but they're not. My, my top two, right? Okay. It's almost like the perceived Speak your truth. versus reality. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but my top two would be uh, certainty and comfort and significance. 
And so I say, yeah, the need to feel in control. Like I, I be wanting to know. Yeah, mm. I try to ask. We I'm know. Mm-hmm. So I be wanting to know all of the uh, scenarios. I want to know everything that's happening, so I can essentially make whatever is unknown known. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, so I, I know what I'm walking into. I want to be able to like just have control over a situation. Right, right. And so when it comes to like money, I think I think it's important to. Um, reframe it to say that money is the means and not the end. Right. right? Like, and a lot of people are chasing the bag as money is going to be the solve, like solve all the problems, but money is just the, it's just a means to provide whatever that basic need is. Mm-hmm. Significance though is, um, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I want to be needed. Like I want to be important. Like that's something that I, I feel like I hold in, in high esteem. Right. Like just that having to feel like I'm unique or having to feel right. like I have the importance is just something that, that drives me. You know what's so interesting about this when when you pose this question, it kind of made me think about uh, the whole love language thing mm-hmm. and how people's love languages differ, and also um, how it changes depending on the season that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that much like love languages, your basic needs can change depending on what season you're in. Whether we're talking about money or even if we're just using them from a general perspective. But I have a question for y'all. I want to know. What do you think? Just give me one. What do you think your significant others is? And can you say that if it's different from yours, <laughs> that it causes it causes <laughs> friction? And because it, it made me think about this. One of my things is uncertainty. I don't like to do the same thing every day. I, I believe Olivia's is certainty. And comfort. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, even from a monetary perspective, y'all know we are in a season where Olivia has taken a break from work. And I had to tell her, Olivia will look at our account every single day. Mm. And like, just like to make sure that the money is moneying how it needs to. (laughs) Because we got stuff going in like different accounts and like all this type of things. And I told her this week, I said, I never look at our account. Cause I know it's in there. Like oh, I just boy. know it's. I know it's in there. I know we've created a budget. Living by faith. I, I, you are I, me, and I am you. I I just don't look, <laughs> but Olivia looks all the time, and so I challenged her and I said, for this upcoming week, don't look at the account. Do not look at the account. Does that mean you look at the account? No, I do think I'm not gonna look at it. Either. Somebody gotta look. You think it's a good challenge? No, because what it is is Olivia almost like she balances our books like every day. Like anytime a penny goes out, she balances, it. and I'm like, you don't have to do that every day. It's almost like it becomes an obsession. Okay. But really, right. Olivia likes certainty in every single thing, mm-hmm. and because I'm not necessary, I enjoy uncertainty. It can sometimes be friction in our relationship, not just from a money perspective, but just from a a needs perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, we have a family calendar. If it is not on the calendar, it does not happen. And so for me, I'm like, oh, if things come up, things come up. Right. Like, we're going to go to that. And Olivia's like, no, 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 no. It wasn't on our calendar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be. Right. It's here now. Let's go. And so it's even it's it I can see it in everything. So I want to know from y'all, um, what is your significant others? And the reason I ask is because I think this also can apply not just for romantic relationships, platonic relationships. Like you and your parents. You and your parents may not necessarily see no, eye to eye, um, see eye to eye on even just raising kids or how you were raised. And it could just be 
because their human needs, basic human needs, are different from your human needs. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know from y'all, what do y'all think y'all significance others is, and how how has that kind of created friction, or if it has or has not? I think Kiana's is more. It's like I'm just like changing the definition of it a little bit. Okay, which I'm what not you- trying to do. But I think it's more love and connection. Like she's more of an experienced person. Okay. Like she um, wants that's her that's kind of her thing. Right. So where she's she's more comfortable making money to go do stuff. <laughs> where I'm more comfortable uh making money to, to do make less. My, to do less. Like to make my, <laughs> to make my life easier. Right. You right, know what right. I'm saying? So it's like I will spend money on like a um like like the stuff you see on TV are like, well, this will help you chop uh, vegetables super fast. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Like, I'm going to buy that. I, I want to chop my vegetables faster. I don't buy the money to chop these vegetables. If we call in the next 20 minutes, yeah. you, can get two. you can get two for the price of one. Infomercials. Leave it and forget it. Where Kiana's more like, I'll just use the knife and save the money and spend the money on, on a trip. The trip. That, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can see that. That's where the friction comes from. Like, I will pay to make my life easier. Kiana will not. You pay for convenience. For convenience and comfort. Yep. Uh, I would say Gigi's is, is probably certainty and comfort. Um, I feel like she she has a need to feel in control as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it's been like from a money standpoint. Um, it's important to like have some level of security in a reserve, right? right? Like, and just knowing like, Hey, if we need it, we got it. Right. Also very attention to detail, like checking an account, making sure, Hey, we're charged. Like our, everything was accurate. We're not getting, um, there's no discrepancies in that, but also we're intentional with the money. I think it's just to be, to set us up to be like, Hey, yo, we, we are essentially in control of, of right. what's happening to right, us. Right. So, um, I don't know if that necessarily causes friction between us because mm-hmm. we, we essentially balance each other out. Right. I'm very much like Dante. I don't really be paying attention to the to the details. I know we have money. The money's coming in, but the bills are going to get covered. But I ain't necessarily counting every dollar, right? which is the whole point of me doubling down on these finances so that I can become a better steward of, of like my finances money. Cause I, I recognize the importance of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been doing good so far, but how much better could I do? Like right. if I understand where my money's coming from or where it's going, the money that I'm just like maybe impulsively spending, or I just kind of spend on an experience. Mm-hmm. If I'm intentional with that, could I spend that in an investment? Could that compound? Right. Like, right. Could I set us up, ourselves up for a future that we can actually have the experiences that I really want right. versus the experiences we're settling on. So yeah, I would say, Comfort and uh, okay. control. Yeah, that's a little different. Uh, I would say Kimberly's definitely significant. Uh, the need to feel important, special, or unique, or needed, mm-hmm. especially when it comes down to level of like finances. Uh, once we blend our finances together, even within our level of like discretionary, it's kind of like if I spend some discretionary money, or if I go do something for me, it's kind of like, well, why didn't you think of me as well? So like mm. even like just buying clothes, like if I buy something online, it's like all right. You bought four T-shirts for yourself. You didn't see anything that I liked. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go on the women's side. They didn't have your size. Yeah, I didn't go on the women's side. Oh, it's just like, all right, whenever you're like going grocery shopping, when we used to like do that, it's like, all right, I bought some stuff that I like. And it's like, well, what's the, what about the stuff that I might like? And so it's that level of like being needed and like that level of importance. When Use it your money for that. <laughs> That's why we have discretionary. Yes. Right. I mean, hot topic. We had a whole discourse on... 
Uh, I guess when it comes down to like gifts, you know, that's one of her love languages. Is so. that is that really definitely? You know what? People be ashamed to say gifts no, is their love language. I don't no think so. That's mine. Yeah. People no, be, is it really? No, people yeah. be saying that. No, that's so a lot language. of people uh, that, because I, they want gifts. I yeah, only, you have to be vocal about. I, it. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I only will say this because I've seen people be like, oh, it's almost like. I don't want to be seen as a materialistic person. That's fine. I don't. Want- it comes out regardless. Yeah. I am. But yeah, who I in am. regards to finances, though, like gifts is like something like flowers and stuff like that. When we came together on a budget, it was kind of like, all right, discretionary funds are for me. Mm. So, but these <laughs> not just not just in taking so it was like, hey, taking we, money out the family account. We have, for, uh, we have a gift. date a date night account which accumulates money. Yeah. And it's like, hey. Why can't that money come out of the day night as far as it's for both of us? <laughs> Not you taking part of her money <laughs> no, to buy her flowers. No, it's my discretionary. That money was supposed to be for me. But now, like I said, since that's more of her, her human needs as far as significance, when I spend money, my money should be spent also keeping her needs in mind. That's mm-hmm. how... She mm. believes the finances should be. Kim, you gotta calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta calm down, baby. Dang. No, that's good. I just, I really just think about that whole idea of like the human needs, and I just think that that is, it can it can cause some friction. I want to know from our listeners what theirs is because I'm inter- I'm in- I'm intrigued now. And, and I feel like like this topic, like we we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like, what do y'all feel like is the importance of knowing your basic needs, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Even like as a maybe even a listener right. who's listening, like what do y'all think is the importance of knowing your basic needs and how that applies to maybe money? So um, I'll just say I think it's important to know because then you can align your actions with that need, right? Mm. A lot of times we act, but it's not our actions may not necessarily be aligned with like our values, our belief systems, or things that really really matter to us. So I think when you know what's high up on your needs list then you can also see why you do some of the things that you do or it'll help you be able to say, okay, if this is so high up on my needs list, even if it's just regular or even money wise, why is my actions or why are my actions contradictory to that need? Mm, I was going to say something very similar to that. (laughs) I already said it. I was just going to say, you know, I think, like I said, Mario, bro, like people get stuck in this game they're like, you, you start off knowing why you want money, and then you start chasing the money. Then you forget why you wanted the money, and now you're just working, 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 working. Just, just to have it. Just to have it, and you're not doing the thing with the money that you really want to do. Right, right, right. That's now good. you have a giant turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Is Bowser a turtle? He is, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a turtle. Why is he so mean? I don't know. I, I feel like that was our origin story. They're snappers. <laughs> we might get it in the movie. Oh, you're right. I need that. <laughs> they coming up with a movie? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. tomorrow. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you don't be tapping. He don't be watching TV. If it ain't in the book, <laughs> JJ don't know. When is it coming out? If it's in the book, JJ don't know about it. It ain't coming out soon. I don't think it's coming out. I don't think it's coming out. I only pay attention when it's relevant, like when it's coming. Okay. Did you see the Creed trailer? Yeah. Okay. Don't I'm play. going to Don't see play. that. Bro, that mug like it's going to be fast. Y'all like it? Yes, bro. I think this is going to be better than the first two. What, what's what's, the, a what's the storyline here? He's a but skeptic. the only thing about it, I get what Justin's saying because I was watching it. It's going to be fire. But if you really think about it, 
Why is he? Why does Creed keep boxing all these nobodies? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hey, dog, get off my car. Go to jail. Because <laughs> 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 it's bigger than people that. Keep, people keep coming for. People this keep sending for him. Ego. People keep sending for him because they affect his ego. <laughs> he I get beat up. I got to fight him. Yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dog, you it, won already. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good, bro. Jonathan. Jonathan Majors. They didn't added Jonathan Majors to the cast. You don't have to fight every. Everybody creep. <laughs> but see, with black with the black man, we are at war with ourselves. And so we at war with ourselves of who we could have been. Yeah. I can't remember why he was fighting the Russian. Oh, because the dad. dad. The dad. The yes. dad. He still didn't have to. I mean He didn't have to. He had to Or at least finish the job. He had to finish he had to. <laughs> All right, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring out the tulip. Bring, bring it back. Even the score. Bring it back. That's in the book, right? Shut <laughs> JJ, did he actually say why? You should you should know he's human needs. Um he was he was talking about like these Negroes. Yeah, basically he was talking about how people were like searching for happiness. Oh, okay. And okay. they're trying to look for happiness and money, but mm. really there's a basic need that like how money's the vehicle. People are putting the emphasis on the wrong thing. Like okay. money is not gonna be is not gonna be the the resolve for your happiness. Right. It's you're searching for something that's bigger than money. It's mm. the significance. What's the significance? There's a void there, and money's not gonna fill that void. Mm. Money's just gonna be the vehicle. Yeah. Which okay. is my which is what I think is like the importance is because people oftentimes don't have a uh, sense of awareness. Right. And most of the time, people are moving through life on autopilot. Right. And so, and you're constantly doing the same thing. Kind of what, like Coop said, if you're chasing the coin, mm-hmm. uh, then you just don't have that awareness as to like the why behind what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, and, and that affects how you how you show up and how you're associating that with money. So once you have an awareness to be like, oh, this is the this is what I'm actually after. Right. It changes like your focus, and you can either then pick a goal. Go after it, go and be intentional about it, and then accomplish what it is that you're wanting to do. Otherwise, you're just aiming at nothing. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. It's interesting that you brought up, like, significance because, um, bro, everybody is looking for some type of significance. And because of that, intro the experts on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Bro, everybody on Instagram is an expert you know what's kind of frustrating about this like i low-key want to go on a campaign that's like make instagram great again bro would you do that on instagram (laughs) yes (laughs) because it's almost like ain't nobody posting regular photos no more i hate it like bro you remember did y'all go back and scroll and look at some of the original stuff that you posted on instagram you weren't trying to post no edited photos you took valencia (laughs) valencia filter on everything you take a photo you post it you screenshot something you post it nobody was thinking about like it had to look a certain type of way it had to be edited a certain type of way right but we have all these experts now which everybody is now using instagram to push something right Mm -hmm. like i found significance in this area i can show you how to also do this thing so you can find significance, whether that's money or popularity. Everybody is pushing stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just made me think, bro, if everybody an expert, 
who how do you know who to follow <laughs> like for real because if you have if you have five different people big people like a Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. and then somebody else telling you this is what you do with money mm-hmm. and the information is contradictory how do you know who how do you know who to follow do you try to take something from each of them or do you personally just stick with one and then do everything that that person says even though you hear other people say it's contradictory have y'all ever experienced that tension yes bro and uh like um earlier when you brought up the book like if i was still reading the book um that's one of the reasons why i took a pause because it's like i was reading the book investing all this stuff but then I hear Dave Ramsey. I'm like, you know what? A lot of what you're saying makes sense to me. <laughs> like, um, as far as like, you need to have debt before you start. Because Dave Ramsey don't believe in debt. Yeah. So he's he like, doesn't believe in credit cards. Yeah. Even he's like, if you have debt, you shouldn't be contributing to 401k type stuff. See, but you have other people <laughs> who are like, you should be contributing to your 401k. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, how do you know? Like, how do you know who is right? I think I. I try stuff. One, mm-hmm. I usually try something, see how it's going. So you're trial, trial by error. Yes, error bro. By trial, I told you I like to crash early. Let me just go <laughs> by, fire. <laughs> by, fire, by, fire. by fire, bro. So even with that, it's like, um, whichever one, the I guess the purpose of it. One, Dave's track record, doing right. this for a long time. He's not just some guy that popped up on Instagram. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He has people that can. He got receipts. He has receipts. Like a lot of people on IG just talking. But there are some other people that also have receipts. Dave's is a little deeper. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not challenging you. I'm just no, no, saying no, no, like no, no. there are there are other people who also have receipts who say I found success in money or dating or you know whatever by doing these tips. How do you notice this but the difference? Also the message behind it. So like what I and this is not the Dave Ramsey podcast. I left the I left the conference before he spoke. That's that's uh crazy to me. But <laughs> <laughs> um his whole point is yes, there's ways to get money, but is it the most will put you at the most peaceful place? Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, okay, when you put it like that, that makes sense. Like I want to be in a place where I'm not stressed or I'm not checking my account every day to see what the market did today all the right. time. You know what I'm saying? Which where if you're if you're in debt and you're investing, you're kind of double playing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You're saying, but what if you're debt free and then you're investing, it's like you're not really worried about it mm-hmm. as much. You know what's so interesting about that? I know someone who was doing Dave Ramsey and her and her husband uh, told Olivia and I to take everything that he says with a grain of, a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Because for them... You know, he's really big on getting out of debt as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of people, they'll go out here, and get second jobs and and be grinding and hustling to try to get extra money so they can get out of debt. Mm-hmm. But then they end up missing all of these, missing all these other moments like this one couple on um, one of them finance thing. Dave Ramsey thing talking about they sold their furniture. So y'all in the house and y'all on the flow maybe to get out of debt. Maybe they don't need it. But but you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 almost it can sometimes be extreme. That sounds extreme to you? It, it that's extreme to me. <laughs> that oh that, he a Ramsey head. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying it takes sacrifice. It it does, but like I don't I don't believe that, that you gotta get rid of your furniture. I mean, what if they just sold their furniture to get less expensive furniture? No, they said they did not have furniture in their apartment. 
I mean, I, that's believable. I mean, if you really want to get out and you hate something, I could see you doing extreme things like that. And it's only temporary. It's not like it's for years and years and years. So, I yeah, mean, I mean, it depends. It, it's to each his own. Yeah. So, like, for, for me, I feel like my problem with social media is that everybody got a voice on social media. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's right. Like, everybody's an expert. Everybody's an influencer. It's, uh, I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. just too much. Like, it's too much content coming from too many voices right. that hasn't been substantiated or justified. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So, for me, I kind of take everything with a grain of salt. So even if it is somebody like Dave Ramsey, I will take in the knowledge and see what they're talking about. The message, I pay attention to the message. I also will look at like, it depends on what it is that I'm after. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like if it's if it's something like I'm trying to get out of debt and somebody's gotten out of debt before, like I may take a lot of what they say and apply it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something in a general sense, I'm just going to take what I feel like applies to me. Okay. And I think that's part of how I make my decision of like who I'm listening to or not listening to is I'll take whatever it seems logical or reasonable, makes sense, whatever research is out there. But then I apply it to my situation. I don't know if everybody's applying it to their situation and they're just mm-hmm. kind of blindly following whatever it is. I'm like, that may work for them. Mm-hmm. And like that blueprint, they may have laid out a blueprint. I just I just follow the, blue, the blueprint maybe for certain aspects of what I'm looking for. But in totality, we live two different lives. Like yeah, that, yeah. their life is my life's not going to line up one hundred percent to their life. Right, right. So I think you got to use your own wisdom, and I think that's where it comes to like critical thinking and problem solving to be able to make those decisions to say, I can say, yeah, this, this, what this expert saying makes a lot of sense, and that can apply to my situation. This can help me move forward and reach the goal that I want to. But everything ain't making sense. Right, right, right. And then in, in multiple people, they give you contradictory things. Right. Which one, some of those, is, it is difficult to figure out, like, especially if you have no knowledge on it, like, which one you want to follow. Sometimes you just got to pick one and go after it. Yeah. Yeah. And I ask because not even just from a money perspective, but like an all things perspective, you got 15 million. Everybody's a dating expert oh, yeah. on social media. Everybody right. is a you need to do this, do this in relationships. Other people are saying you need to do this for your career. And it could just be contradictory information. I think a lot of people um, kind of just have a disdain for social media because of they're like, I just don't know who to choose let me say this i think it's hard to do that if it, it it's easy to get caught up if you're not making any progress if you're not making, taking any mm-hmm. action right so i think like if you are making steps towards something then it it's easier to filter out who to listen to but it could be but paralyzing it, if you have so many if you have so many voices coming in i think it's paralyzing if you're if you're not paralyzing you're not moving mm-hmm. you're, you're stuck you're just you haven't even taken a step mm-hmm like it's easy to have paralysis whenever you're not moving because like so many people you don't know which direction to take right but if you're already moving if you're already in motion mm-hmm. then i think it's a little bit easier to figure out okay. hey what makes sense and what doesn't make sense you can pivot you could pivot yeah okay okay I don't rock with the social media for advice. <laughs> <laughs> social media on oh, anything? No, it's for entertainment purposes only. Really? No, just social media just being off the basis of the ease of access that you just have to have an internet connection. Yeah, and that everybody is, can just that get is on. it. The and, gate's not uh, hard yeah, enough to get through. The the nature of today's society is like influencer is a legitimate position, like right. a, a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anybody who can gather around any amount of influence becomes a point of influence or like a right. authority on a topic. I don't necessarily subscribe to that. Mm. I, I prefer more more real mediums, uh, real conversations with, with people within my vicinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the internet has has killed essentially the, the OG, the, the yeah. have somebody to actually like yeah. talk to. I just Google it. 
<laughs> essentially <laughs> or tiktok there's a tick there's a life hack for that right 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 and right. so it's it's really uh oversaturated like our brains and stuff the mm-hmm. fact that uh we feel like we can comprehend things in like short snippets like instagram literally trains our mind of thought to think that 60 seconds is enough to really <laughs> to understand you, something. To, to make you an expert. Yeah, yeah. Master to master truly take something in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people move like that. So yeah. you can watch, I mean, you can watch five 60-second clips and you feel like, all right, I can do that. Mm. And it's like, that's not real. Right. You really got to put things into perspective. The right. Understanding that social media is a tool. Yes, there are some wins out there. There are some good things, but... Our, our our lives and our families have existed before the internet, and mm. I, I know I keep on repeating that, but like that's something I hold strong to. Mm. The internet is for entertainment. Yeah, you can, it's it's something that if you let take over your life or you use it as more than a tool than it is, then it's gonna take you down a different direction. Yeah, nah, so even like good. a Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey is not saying anything new right. that hasn't been said before. Right, right, right. But he gets when you put it out on the internet, you can easily. Look at a Dave Ramsey and your algorithm, something created by somebody else, mm-hmm. is going to show you a complete opposite perspective just because. Right. And now, yeah, is now it a brain, ploy to keep the man confused? Yeah. I mean, that's, like I said, I, I have like background in this. So even like the nature of this social media understanding, like uh, when you get into like reels or getting into like videos and just the fact that Instagram is more than pictures now, mm-hmm. like how they've changed updates to so like everything's full screen. How reels are you no know, looped over like you constantly right. keep on feeding into more and more and more content so your brain doesn't realize that hey i've been on this for 30 minutes right. Right. in your mind i've taken you no know, notes from everybody i've learned you no know, 60 different things <laughs> and it's like no or you don't know anything you ain't comprehended Bro, nothing you have not learned a single facts, skill you're gonna go to sleep and then you're gonna do it all over again yeah, but you know a so whole crazy. bunch of new information yeah. you know it's so crazy people will re- take that information regurgitate it in their voice and then now they're an expert too yeah. yes or or they'll take that information say the total opposite of it yeah and then Either they way, will, and then they will become an expert too yeah. but bro to your point um when you said i think it, it has gotten rid of the ogs i think because everybody has become so super focused on follower count that you have real people who out here doing real things yeah. who may not necessarily have the quote unquote social proof right. to show you you kind of look at those people as like oh they aren't as good because they don't have as many followers mm-hmm. and I think you would if you were to really really dig deeper you'll realize that some, sometimes not all the times because there are people who are who got the follower accounts who who have done it but there are also people who don't have big audiences and who really out here having the proof to to prove it as well and it's also scary because it's like you it's different because you want to be like okay you saying this will show me social media makes it easy for people to fake show you stuff yeah. too <laughs> it so re- many it fake really does. deep things that yeah. like just the, the nature of the internet, how you can manipulate truth, mm, right? Visually mm-hmm. and like physically, almost essentially, since it's in your hand, you feel like I saw something. You know how many fake trailers I've seen of things, right. fake products that don't really exist, right. fake articles. Every, every iPhone that come out before it release, <laughs> before the little Apple thing, people be like, "Here is a look at the yeah. iPhone 14," <laughs> and then the drop, it looks nothing like it. nothing like it. But it's just crazy because have y'all ever spent money on an quote unquote expert whether that's buying a book whether that's taking a course have y'all personally done it about the um dave uh, not dave ramsey uh tony robbins book but that's it 
That was it. So you, you guys have never, mm-hmm. you guys have never, <laughs> you've never spent money on like a mastermind or like anything like that. So, on social no. so no, I haven't. But that's, I'm kind of similar to Justin when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just hard for me to buy into some. It's hard for me to buy into somebody I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I don't really have a connection with you and I ain't got no connection with these people on the internet, like right. there's nothing for me to say, bro, I see you and I know you deeper than whatever you're showing me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't buy into it. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to just like, to have that type of engagement, but I will seek out knowledge in different ways. Okay. So books is one of the ways that I do. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of just like, it's more of a, it's more of, I'm driving the uh, the cart versus somebody else giving it to me. Right, right, right. And so it's like that, that it's not a 60 second clip. It's like, okay, I'm actually sitting out here to like filter through mm-hmm. the knowledge that I'm getting. I'm getting an understanding of it. So that way I, it's like, it's in me, but I can apply it. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good, bro. I, I, I asked because, um, <clears throat> I've actually, but you know, I think this is a little different because I actually know Dr. G before I took her mastermind mm-hmm. for speakers. But, but how did you know her? So I knew her from Olivia. Yeah. You're right. That's the actual so that's the, real, so yeah. that's, <clears throat> that's a real connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you were to look at somebody on like Dr. G, she doesn't necessarily, you know, not verified, doesn't have a ton of followers, but I have seen like other speaker coaches who do have those, um, you know, large followings. And I took one of the guys, um, little intro course. Yeah. Boy, he wasn't saying nothing. That wasn't on YouTube. Nothing that wasn't, that I didn't fundamentally already know myself. Right. You but got it, them. Right. <laughs> he got my email. He got my email, bro. But, um, it's crazy because even with Dr. G from, just seeing other coaches because we're all in like a group thing together. I took her 90 day, um, like a 90 day, like mastermind yeah. for speakers. And it's crazy to see like people, she really does have the social proof. Mm-hmm. So like people will be in our group because we have a Facebook group of like everybody who's ever gone through it. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, Oh, I use this strategy and I just picked up a $10,000 speaker contract and all these people be doing it. And I'll be like, dang, this is somebody who actually has people like legit backing her up. Yeah. But if you were to see social media, you may not, you yeah. may miss that. Cause if you're looking at it from a follower account, but in fact, she is an OG. We would she's ask a, about her. Somebody would be like, yeah, like right. I, I took this class versus right. no, I, uh, a coach stormy type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know right. about you. That's a hood rat plate. Yeah. That's a, that is a hood rat vibration. <laughs> Cook, you don't know what that is? I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just here. I'm going to play the video I know, for I know you. what you're talking about. Okay. I'm just a little... Okay. Low vibration. That's a hood, Coop. You got a hood red plate. Uh, no, I just, thought, I just thought that was an interesting combo. And um, because E.T. said this, and I, and I just tell this for anybody. He said, find one person and just follow that one person. Find one person that's doing what you want to do and just follow that person. You know... If they if their belief system and values and all that stuff line up with with you as a person, mm. he's saying because it, it can almost paralyze you because if you're following trying to take advice from one person, take advice from this person, and take advice from this person, and it can almost paralyze you. So he said, find one and let that be it. Hey man, stick stick to the books. Stay off stay off the net. That's my thing. Even yeah. with finding one person, the internet brings too much personal life into people's like. Opinions and influence, mm-hmm. even with like an ET, like 
he could have he could say all the good things in the world. The minute we find out something about his personal life that we disagree that, with, that, yeah. now he is not he's not on top anymore. Here, okay, here's a question. So you, it's, but oh, it's like separating the content from the person. That's why I say stick to the books. Like, all right, the the content is in the books. I don't necessarily to, need. To your point, I'm, I'm trying to get Et's book. <laughs> so like, but, but it's not it's not that I'm ordering his services, but like. I just want the content. This right, just right, the right. content. So the content I can filter through. <laughs> right, right, right. Now I don't. I don't necessarily need him per se. It's not his. It's not his celebrity. Yeah, yeah. That and that's what social media is done. Social right. media has made celebrity follow out of the, the content. celebrity, yeah. not yeah. the content. Yeah, I'm looking for the content. I have a question. I know we're running close on no, time. No, you good. <laughs> but okay, we keep talking about these books and talking about other people's opinions and um, their point of view on life. But um, I know all y'all are like very involved in church. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do you think that those are necessary? Like all this other stuff, or should you be moving based off the book? Oh, are you talking about the Bible? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like people take like 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 even like like with Dave Ramsey, he says that his financial advice is based off the Bible. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. yeah. Right. So, do you think, with that being said, do you think all these other things, all these other influencers' um, point of views, is important to you, or is, should it just be based off the Bible? I think it's it's originally based off the Bible. I think what the the value that other people bring is their level of interpretation, right? Because the Bible might be a little too heavy mm-hmm. for for people to understand our face value, mm-hmm. and their level of interpretation helps break it down. Okay, but like anything above that, like if you can't necessarily like even like when we listen to a sermon, mm-hmm. if the sermon doesn't reference scripture, mm-hmm. then it's just encouragement, right? So I, I need that. It's need just that, you talking. Yeah, I need that that level of correlation, uh-huh. and I think that's the the level of correlation is what makes it valuable. Okay. You need somebody to kind of, you know, guide you to like right. be an OG. Like, hey, you don't necessarily understand this knowledge. Mm-hmm. Let me break it down to a form that you will. Right. But anything above that is, that's where it gets extra for me. Okay. But, but I would, to, to Justin's point, I will say, you know, as a believer myself, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just because somebody, you, you also have to be very aware of where you get information from, even the pulpit. Yes. Because some people will be preaching stuff and, Mm, like you're, it, it's still words that you can take and manipulate. Mm-hmm. Right. Like people take and manipulate things all the time. So right. for a lot of people, to JJ's point, people don't be reading books like that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that's following following uh, uh, scriptures at face value uh-huh. and ain't necessarily read it for themselves. But I do believe that the that the Bible itself gives you tangible tips in every area of life. Yeah. So it may not necessarily talk about dating, but it talks about relationships with people in general. It talks about putting somebody else before, you know, loving your neighbor as you love yourself, mm. putting other people first. Mm. The reason that Dave Ramsey can give financial advice about the book, I mean, from the Bible, because it talks about. Uh, stewardship not and, being a slave and, and not debtors. being a slave mm-hmm. to anything mm-hmm. and so um um yeah bro i think i also think a lot of people take stuff from the bible and they just and they just reframe it so just because you calling stuff vibes the bible call it spirits <laughs> like like it's yeah. so it's crazy that like you know these new um like holistic people and stuff like that uh-huh. will be like saying stuff and I'll be like, oh bro, that's like legit in the Bible. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just just you're saying it a different kind of way, mm-hmm. but it's still fundamentally the same thing. So like for for me, I Good feel, vibes only. I feel like <laughs> that's the root 
that's the root of why I don't really follow social media like that mm-hmm. is because of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I, I, that's one of the books I read. Right. I read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I spend the most time. That's another book on this bookshelf. <laughs> no, but like, that's, the, that's one of the books I probably spend the most time reading is the Bible. Mm-hmm. And because it's the Bible, like, all the answers are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, I don't really look for my answers from people mm-hmm. per se. Like sometimes I'll look for insight from people, like mm-hmm. maybe how they navigated a certain situation, like experience or things like that. But like how to live my life, mm-hmm. I don't look for that anywhere else but the Bible. Right. Okay. And so like I'm reading the Bible, but that's to Dante's point. A lot of people don't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the Bible. I'm studying the Bible. I'm. It's like literally mapping out how I should live my life. And I think that a lot of people are, trying to find influencers or experts because they're searching for answers right off all the answers are in the bible where do i need why do i need to search for other people mm. but it's a thick book that people don't want to <laughs> people don't want to read and sometimes it, and sometimes it, it, it does take uh it's it's challenging to like filter out some of the content that's in the bible mm-hmm. and so people are like, i can just if somebody's giving it to me right. on a plate i can just take eat off their plate mm. but like but to me the bible lays out to Dante's point, lays out principles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People will take the principles of the Bible and create these self-help books. Mm-hmm. This is why some part of me, I don't subscribe to the notion of self-help. I think that there are um, valuable content in self-help books, mm-hmm. but the original principle of the self-help comes from the Bible. Talk to him. So like, <laughs> not just saying his bad, but I'm saying like, bro, I'm saying like, we going viral. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Is that camera on? <laughs> DJ Dallas Podcaster says ain't self help. <laughs> yes, JJ, talk, talk. <laughs> but facts, bro. Like it, people, you will see people go from from book to conference mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. master class it's to whatever still the it is. Same. Sur- they're searching for something. Mm-hmm. Relationship to relationship, they're searching for- it's all in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It lays it out. Mm-hmm. So to your point, that's the book you should be. People are sheep. They don't know where the shepherd is. <laughs> you say, so, I am your shepherd. So, so even even to that though, you know, the, the Bible does tell us to like not negate wisdom, but right. I think you have to have a discerning vibe. <laughs> <laughs> a discerning spirit yeah. um, regarding who to listen to mm. and stuff because even from just a just a technical perspective um, I do think you need to align yourself with people with influencers that have um, the same morals beliefs as you mm-hmm. um, because of the way they go about things so when we say you know somebody's wisdom mm-hmm. you you're going with somebody whose wisdom comes from the same belief system or or, or thing that you walking have. the same they're walking the same they're walking the to, same journey yeah. because even even in life a, a, a big part of it is just having faith but also like you do need to know steps like principle mm-hmm. like steps to actually get stuff done because the bible don't don't tell me how to be a speaker it tells me how to have faith i don't know i don't know Mind you, what read. do you mean? Don't tell you how to be. A not like, not no, like the, story. <laughs> I'm sorry, JJ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm saying from like a from like Have a. Have you pers- not read Exodus? Do <laughs> <laughs> not know what Moses. <laughs> no, not like the, Moses. Not the Moses have a stutter. But leave the people out of Egypt. No, I'm saying from like a. That was Dante, God. This how you. Uh, this, you know, but I want to remind you. Listen. <laughs> This how you go into this school and get the contract. By all means, pray. Pray. 
But like, this is how you would go draft up a contract about speaking and stuff like that. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. For sure. Yeah, 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 Technical. Yeah, yeah. calm not down. The, not the gift itself. No, not the gift itself, fool. <laughs> we about to go viral again. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really did just want to get y'all, I really wanted to get y'all's opinion on that because I really was just thinking about that. And I think a lot of people end up hearing uh, contradictory things on social media and they end up getting paralyzed. So mm. move with wisdom. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we are at my favorite part of the show. It is time for the sound bite of the week. So I know this past sound bite of the week mm. um, from the Bishop himself was very popular. <laughs> A lot of people were sharing this one. Bro. I feel like we had way more shares. Should we uh, have added? Should we have added? Do we still have Spotify? I added, yeah, well, we added him in mind. We should have. But we haven't credited <laughs> anybody. First of all, we say it on the pod. I credited him when I posted it on my story. I did. I did. I know. Um, I know. Pastor Rob was looking at the. I was like, "Oh, word." That's <laughs> a. That's a. Did Pastor Rob say that, or was it in the Bible first? Pastor Rob said it. Oh, okay. He's going to shake my hand extra hard next time I sit. Next time, give me credit. So this is uh, time for our South Bite of the Week. This is where we give you a little bit of motivation to get through the week. Somebody hit me with what it says. The sound bite of the week is the secret of getting ahead is getting started. Mm. Say that again. Simple. <laughs> the secret of getting ahead is getting started. Yep, I'm all about getting ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what? And on that note, it's time to go. Not after we just talked about God. <laughs> he, he married. He yeah, married. I mean, everybody in the room married. Uh, hey guys, please follow us at the Soundboard Podcast on social media. Uh, if you have not already, also guys, if you're listening to this right now on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you have not left us a rating and review, please go and do that. It's your boy Dante. You can keep up with me at Dante Speaks Life. That's D-O-N-T-A-E Speaks Life. And this is Coop. You can follow me at this is Coop underscore. And this is JJ. You can follow me at underscore Jeremy J. All things Big KJB at Just a Fiasco. We out. Peace.